Live by every word. That is the challenge and the opportunity the Bible gives to you. This program examines the actual words that have proceeded out of the mouth of God Himself so we can use them to guide our paths and live by them in our everyday lives. This is Live by Every Word. Thanks for joining me today here on Live by Every Word. I'm Dwight Falk. This is Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG. We're online at kpcg.fm, and we have a live link at thetrumpet.com as well. I think nearly everyone wants to live forever in the kingdom of God. Christ gave some very specific instruction on what it takes to ultimately be born into the kingdom of God. And it's important for us to see what he said. And we're going to see some of this instruction in Matthew 7. So we have a few passages today. If you have a Bible handy, it'd be good to get it out. We can look at the references together and see what the Word of God says. Matthew 7 and verse 21 Christ makes a very important statement here. He says, Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that does the will of my Father which is in heaven. That's a pretty basic statement. And yet it's one that people probably don't think about enough. It's not just the people that accept Jesus Christ or agree with him on some level or say, yeah, I agree with his teachings. Not, not, that's not enough. It's those that do the will of my Father which is in heaven. That's the important point. We have to do the will of God the Father. And the topic here, the, the discussion is on making it into the kingdom of heaven. And everybody wants to be there, be part of that. In order to do that, we have to do the will of God the Father. Now, some falsely teach that a person only has to accept Jesus, and that's it. But that isn't what Christ says here. That's not what we just read. And we're, we're reading Jesus Christ's own words. It's not enough to just accept Jesus. We have to do the will of God the Father. So the big question then is, how can you know God's will? How do you know what it is? There there would be probably plenty of people that would read that and then say, okay, good, I agree with that, but then have different opinions about what God's will is. I mean, you can look at almost any topic, and if people want to, say, do a certain activity or live a certain lifestyle, they'll try to find a way to say that it's okay or the the Bible's okay with it, you know, if they care to look at the Bible. They'll find a way to rationalize it. So we have to make sure we actually understand what the will of God the Father is or else how can we know to, if we're doing it or not? The big question is, how can you know God's will? Well, the Bible is clear, and it's clear that we should know God's will. It shouldn't be left up to you know, a mystery. It shouldn't be a mystery or it shouldn't just be an opinion or something. We should know it very clearly. Notice Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5 and verse 17. It says, Wherefore, be you not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. 
So if we don't understand the will of the Lord, then we're unwise. Then we're just not making good decisions because we don't know what to do. We have to know the will of God. And we should be able to do that. But again, how can we understand God's will? We've seen here so far that we have to do the will of God. Christ said that. And then we read here in Ephesians 5 that we should understand what the will of the Lord is. We should know it. We have to know it. We have to do it. Well, how, how can we know it? How can we understand God's will? How can we know what it is? Well, it's actually pretty simple, but it does take work and it takes an open mind. Somebody that's willing to be taught by God and not have a bunch of preconceived ideas that they're trying to justify. Notice this in 2 Timothy 2. 2 Timothy 2, and we'll look at verse 15. Here's very clear instruction as well. It says, Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Being able to look at the word of God, being able to say, okay, this is what it means. This is how I apply it. This is God's will. But we have to study. Study the word of God. Study it. Understand it. God's word reveals what God's will is. We don't have to guess about it or have opinions. We can look very specifically at the Bible and see what he says. God's word reveals his will. We have to study the Bible to learn about God's will. Look into it, and it takes some effort. It takes some study. It takes a daily Bible study to see what God's will is. Now, a person that's a bit cynical might say, okay, so show me in the Bible uh, if I should build a new house or not. You know, you, you said, well, if I study the Bible, I'll know God's will. Well, what should I do? Should I build the new house or not? And people sometimes will say things like that or have that sort of an attitude. Now, if a person is looking for a scripture that uh, calls them by their specific name and outlines everything that they should do every day in their personal lives, they're not going to find that. But does that mean that they can't know God's will? Well, of course not. God has given each of us minds to think and expects us to study his word and apply the principles of his word in our lives. We can do that if we're studying, and again, if we're having an open mind and letting God teach us and instruct us. You know, we're not like animals that just have instinct. We have a human spirit that allows us to think, that allows us to make decisions, that allows us to study something, and then apply the principles of it. So in this case that I'm, I'm just using as an as a example, should a person build a house? Well, it depends on their situation, of course, but they can look at some specific biblical principles. Notice Luke 14. And again, this is just an example, but it shows us that we can look at God's word and we can determine his will. Luke 14 and verse 28, Christ says, For which of you, intending to build a tower, 
sits not down first and counts the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it. So we see here that God's will is that we wisely handle our financial decisions. Now, again, this applies, what Christ said here applies to a lot of things. Counting the cost, you know, if we're going to make a decision in life, we have to sit down and count the cost of it. Make sure that we're willing to commit fully and that it's a good decision. And so that principle applies to a lot of things, not just literally building a a tower or a house. But we could apply it to that as well. God's will is that we wisely handle our financial decisions. We don't want to, you know, start something and then realize we don't have enough to finish it. So in our case study, you know, does the person who's intending to build the house, do they have the ability to pay for it? Well, if they don't, then it's a good indication they should do something else. And then further, is it what they need or is it too much? You know, are they coveting? Are they going above and beyond really what they should have? You know, coveting is against God's law, so that wouldn't be right if it was that sort of a mindset. And there's a lot more direction that we can glean from the Bible about this particular question, but this is just an example. It's just an example, but we should be able to, you know, realize how it does illustrate that we can find God's will by looking into his word. We can know God's will, but we have to study the Bible with an open mind. Oftentimes, there's something you know, we already want to do. We've kind of made the decision in our minds, and you know, maybe we're not as open-minded because we kind of want it to go a certain way. But if we're really going to do God's will, we have to go into it with an open mind. Maybe we'll have to do something different than what we prefer. And we all have situations like that that can come up at times. We have to study God's word and do so with an open mind, and then we have to think about how God's word is to be applied to our situation. But often people don't really want to know God's will because then they would probably feel obligated to do it. And so a lot of times people just don't even ask. You know, is it God's will for people to smoke or should they not smoke? That's just another example. Well, do people even stop to think about it much? See, God's will is in his word. But we have to look at it with an open mind and then apply the principles. And a lot of times we'll find that what we prefer to do is not what we should do. And then we have to do the right thing. Christ said, those that will be in the kingdom of God will do God's will. Here's a quote from Lesson 14 of the Herbert W. Armstrong College Bible Correspondence Course. This is a free course, and it's available at thetrumpet.com. If you don't have it, please sign up for it, and it will uh, help you to understand God's will as you study the Bible. But it says, By studying God's will, which is revealed in the Bible, you will begin to think more as God thinks. You will come to know what God is, that God is love, and that his will is for our good. So again, sometimes we'll find that God's will is not what we want to do, but it is ultimately for our good. Say if somebody was wanting to build a house, they just really wanted to do it, but they looked into the Bible and they said, well, the principles here are that if I don't have enough to finish it, I shouldn't do it. 
Um, you know, and they considered all those things and they said, look, I, I just, I don't have the money for this. It's not going to work. And they didn't build. Well, they'd come to find out down the road that that was a great decision. You know, that they made the right decision because they didn't get into a situation where they didn't have the money. So those are situations that come up and people think about those things and we all have decisions to make. And if we are consistently looking at God's word and applying the principles and finding God's will in our lives and and doing it, it works very well because God has our best interests at heart. He wants the best for us. God's will is always for our good. And sometimes he has to give us a little correction to get us back on the right track. But even in those cases, that's for our good as well. That is still for our good. And another benefit of knowing God's will, we can pray to God confidently for anything that we need. If we pray according to his will, he'll hear that. He'll answer that. Notice this in 1 John 5. 1 John 5, verses 14 and 15. It says, And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. The correspondence course says, We can learn of God's will through his Bible and accept in faith what God has written there regarding his character, his promises, and his purpose. And then we can pray for those things that are according to and consistent with God's will. And we can have great confidence when we do that. That's, there's great comfort in that, knowing that we're praying according to God's will, we're striving to do God's will, and he'll help us. He'll hear us, he'll help us, and, and he'll answer And when we know God's will, again, from studying his word, then we can be bold in our prayers. We can have boldness. And we see this too here in Hebrews 4. Hebrews 4 and verse 16, it says, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. You know, we all have needs, and we need God to help us and deliver us and provide for us. And here we can come boldly before him, and we can know that he'll answer because we're praying according to his will. And again, how do we know what that is? Because we've studied to see it. What does it mean to be bold here? Well, it means freedom in speaking, unreservedness in speech, open, frank, without concealment without ambiguity, free and fearless confidence, cheerful courage, and assurance. Is that what our prayers are like? Or are we, you know, kind of on the back foot and not sure and that type of thing? Well, we should be bold and we can be if we're praying according to his will. You know, if we're praying for God to help us keep his commandments, we don't have to be sheepish about that. (laughs) We know it's his will, right? that we keep his commandments. The Bible's full of uh, passages that talk about that. So we know that. We can pray in full confidence that he'll hear and answer and help us. See, when we know God's will, then we can have that boldness and he answers our prayers. 
it's important to know God's will, and we can know God's will in every facet of our lives. Sometimes it takes a little while to dig in and understand the principles and apply them properly. It takes some work. It takes some Bible study. It takes prayer. It takes sometimes counseling and, and uh, getting God's perspective. But we can find his will. The question then is really, do we want to know God's will? There are a lot of people that really don't really don't want to know it because they don't want to do it. It's easier to, you know, for a time, I suppose, just sweep some decisions under the rug and just kind of go about doing them and not really think about it and say, well, is this God's will or not? But we have to remember what we read there in the beginning. In Matthew 7 and verse 21, Jesus Christ himself said, Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that does the will of my Father, which is in heaven. And no one will be able to say, you know, well, I didn't know God's will. Well, it's in the Bible, you know, and it's there for us. It's there for us to study and to understand and to look. You know, how often did Christ say, have you not read when he was talking to people? Well, have you not read? And then he'd, you know, explain something from God's word. It is there in the Bible for us if we're willing to work and study with an open mind and really strive to do God's will and pray for the help to do it. We'll be able to and we'll be able to have that full assurance and that full confidence and that faith that we need. We have a lot of great information about praying and, and the benefits of that, and how to pray. We have a book there at the trumpet.com. It's free. Also, this correspondence course lesson, lesson 14, talks about prayer. And part of it, a big part of it, is knowing God's will. It's so important that we do know God's will so that we know how to pray to God and know how to get the help that we need. Again, the correspondence course, how to pray, all of the material is free at the trumpet.com. And when we know God's will, you know, we don't have to have doubts. We can pray in full confidence that God will answer what we ask according to his will. That's all the time we have for today on this edition of Live by Every Word. Thank you for spending some of your time with me today. I'm Dwight Falk. Until next time, let's all strive to more perfectly live by every word of God. You've been listening to Live by Every Word on Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG and online at kpcg.fm and thetrumpet.com.